Good morning, it's Friday, July 21st, and I haven't done one of these in a while because it's been a little hectic summer. Um, and anybody who knows me knows that, like, it wouldn't be me if I didn't have some kind of craziness going on around me. And I think I might have mentioned a while back, like in 2019, um, my youngest son had mono and I had mono. And then in 2020, they did an EBV like panel for blood work, which is like your IgG or IgM. It's like a whole thing. And I actually had a recurrence of mono 14 months after my first bout of it. And now we're here three years later and somehow have a recurrence of mono again. And I know some people wrongly think you can have mono once and never have it again. And that could be true. But some people do have recurring bouts of it. And because we live Murphy's Law, we this makes sense. This makes sense now. I've been bike riding every day with my kid, but like I tell you what, when we get back, it's only a few miles we go. We don't even go that far on the bike. I come home and I'm like, woo, like I'm wiped out. And I'm like, is it because I'm fucking 45? Is it because I'm menopausal? Like, what is it? And it's like, no, it's because you have mono. And then it like makes sense. So I know this is super bumming my husband out because it's summer and he wants to do shit. And he's like, you know, it's my favorite season of the year. And now I'm just exhausted. So, you know, it'll pass. But that being said, we're still, you know, trying to do one thing a day. You know, it's like that conserve your energy, which is actually, I think it's good. And sometimes I think that like when I see people brag about the busyness, life will find a way to fucking slow your ass down. Like I'm so into the whole do self-care and make sure you schedule rest because if you don't, some shit will happen. Like my mother was in the hospital a couple months back and she literally fractured some of her vertebrae like she you know it was and she was bedridden and it's like you know you can keep moving moving until something literally makes you stop and now you know we have mono and I think it just kind of puts things into perspective like I can't do 20 things a day I'm gonna have to like really focus all my energy into doing like three things like I have to go to work I have to make dinner and I got a shower like you know that's all I can do today so um yeah, and my thing today is cleaning my house and taking a shower. And we actually have a kink thing we're going to tonight. Uh, it's an intro to BDSM. And it's a course. And there's actually this, like, kink camp that's going on all weekend. But, like, it's like, I don't know, 200 some dollars. You're supposed to stay at this, like, um, hotel thing and... There's like all these things like impact play and shibari and like all this like cool classes. And, you know, I didn't have the few hundred dollars to stay there all weekend. So I like messaged the person running it and I was like, can I just, you know, can you just pay separately for a class? They're like, oh, absolutely. So it's actually pretty, the price wise was pretty decent. Some of them are ranging from 20 to 40 bucks, I want to say. And the intro to BDSM was $20. So... My husband and I are going to it tonight because I thought it would be interesting. And then I was telling him, you know what? Since we've been in our 40s, like the things that we have tried, like we did a year of jujitsu, got a stripe on our belt. I learned some cool choke holds, arm bars, what have you. And now we're doing this kink thing. We hike part of the Appalachian Trail. Like in my head, I'm kind of feeling like my 40s has been like the most, I don't even know the word. It's like been the most um, everything. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like I'm coming into myself. I've gained more confidence. And like people that have known me since I've been like a child and a teenager, 
they will tell you that I've pretty much always been confident <laughs> like this, but I promise you I haven't. It's like a fake it till you make it kind of thing. And um, the whole I don't give a fuck attitude, definitely there in my teens and 20s, but like it's just a different level in your 40s. Like I saw some meme where it was like the older you get, like the more you're willing to go out in public looking like crazy as shit. And I'm like, yeah, there's definitely some truth to that. It's just this freedom and just being very secure with who I am, trying new things. And, you know, I never have really felt shame for anything. Anybody who knows me knows I will talk about mental health, masturbation, and menopause in mixed company, at work, fucking at the grocery store line. Like, I just never had any weird shame about anything. Which, honestly, my therapist said is amazing. Like, it just is, because that holds so many people back. But that being said, yeah, I thought this would be something interesting to do. Like, I've read enough books over the years, but, like, I've never actually went to some class where people were telling you about the safety. I'm sure there's, like, a thing on consent before you even take the course. And then they do have, like, impact play, shibari, play parties and stuff. But this is just more of, like, you know, an introduction to what it's about. So I thought that'd be really enlightening and interesting and educational. So I'm going to be going to that tonight. So wish me luck because, you know, I do wonder... Am I going to be the oldest person there? There's a little, you know, is it going to be like, you know, what's my preconceived notions of what it'll be like? I mean, honestly, I'm pretty excited because I have no issues talking about sex. And, but, you know, I think my husband's a little more reserved in that area. And uh, I also will be going with a friend of mine and my niece who are dating and I love them both. And they're going to be there. So we're just... You know, it'll be interesting to take the class and uh, get some new information. And I will gladly report back to you next week after the class and let you know how it was. So that's what I'm doing currently. And this month, so a little mono, little kink intro. And uh, just trying to keep my head above water for the summer and really enjoy the summer. We all know I love the fall. I love Halloween. I know everybody knows every girl's like bonfires, apple cider, pumpkin spice lattes, you know, whatever. Like, that's because it's fucking awesome, by the way. It's not a basic bitch thing. It's fucking awesome. That's why people like it. But that being said, I just want to live in the now and enjoy the season we're in. Like, it literally just started, like, what, June 21st, 22nd. It's like summer starts officially on the calendar. Summer solstice. We are, like, a month into summer and people are already talking about the fucking fall. And I hate it because I think the schools start back in August and people are like, oh, it's fall. Here comes August 15th and the apple orchard opens or whatever. And they're like, fall. I refuse to fucking let fall be a thing until like September 21st. Like the autumnal equinox or whatever. When that like when that occurs, that is when I'm like crockpot meals and thinking of stews and hearty meals. I am going to be still living in summer, still wanting to go to the beach in September, which we do because we still have like 90 degree weather days in the summer. Although this year, I don't know if we're going to see much of those. But so, yeah, so try to just be present in the moment and things can be hard. Things are very hard sometimes. Um, And I actually had this really interesting conversation with my youngest today about that because we, you know, when you get bad news, feel that bad news, let it wash over you. And then at the same token, try to be also grateful for the things that you do have. And we were having this cool discussion about Debbie Downers, no fun, or Donnie Downers, whatever. Hate to gender that, but, you know, just anybody who's down all the time is no fun to be around. But on the flip side of that, I said, what about the people that are always, I, you know, the toxic positivity? Good vibes. Everything's fine. Just got to be happy with what you, like, never feeling the sadness. 
And my 11-year-old was like, that sounds exhausting. And I thought, how fucking brilliant was that? Yes, that that is exhausting. You're right. Like, you got to feel both. You got to be in the present, feel what you feel, be in the present with what season we're in. Like, just, I think that a lot of our anxieties and our depression stem from either living in the past or worrying about the future. And I know meditation is supposed to help you with staying in the moment. And sometimes the moment really fucking sucks. And you do want to fast forward. Believe me, I am very much like a person who's like been embarrassed billions times, billions of times in my life. And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to crawl to the floor and die. But I just embrace that feeling. It does pass. Sometimes I even cringe thinking about it 20 years later. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But <laughs> it's okay. And I, I really do try to... Oh my God, look at my R's. I try, not twy. <laughs> Any of you with speech issues, shit still comes up. I had speech therapy for years. But anyways, I do try not to dwell too much on the past. Because it just, it makes for a very depressing person. So, um, just a little thing to think about today. Being in the moment, I'm enjoying my summer. I'm going on bike rides, free concerts in the park, eating ice cream, going to the beach. Like, you know, I'm just trying to live in the moment on the days I work. I'm trying to be in the moment at work. By the way, I actually had a karaoke session with a patient a week ago. Did not bring my microphone in, but I kind of like felt out the crowd that was currently up where I work. And I work with mental health patients currently. And I was like, oh, if I brought a karaoke machine like thing, would you guys be up for it in the day room? And I got like a, yeah, yeah. So like, I think I'm going to bring my microphone next time. And we did, we put YouTube on with the music and the lyrics and the one patient sang like three songs, had a beautiful voice. But like, of course, I was like, I wonder, like, you know, is somebody going to get up there and start, you know, dropping F-bombs? Are they going to kind of scream thrash metal? And I don't care. I just thought it was, you know, something to do instead of climbing the walls when you're stuck in a hospital. So yeah, I did karaoke with the patient. She loved it. And um, I'm going to try to keep doing that because I work evening shifts. So after dinner, they have something to kind of expel that energy, nervous energy but living in the moment. So I think that's it. Take care of yourselves and I will hit you back after I do this class.